0: I'm CJ.
1: And this is Harry Potter Movie Minutes.
0: The podcast where two friends break down the movies of the wizarding world in excruciating detail and obnoxious commentary.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening. Here we go. We are season two, episode one. Oh, hello. (laughs) Okay. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets.
0: The Chamber of Secrets. That's bullshit but oh, <laughs> it sounded gosh, cool is
1: that really french like do you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> i am learning french but i have no idea if that's how you actually say it i'm guessing I, no
1: i bought it it sounded nice i liked it what um, i like about this um that's going to be easier for me is every time i googled um harry potter and the sorcerer's stone i for some reason like forget the other r <laughs> harry potter and the sorcerer's and Google kept keeping like, are you dumb? Like, how many times have you typed this fucking movie name into Google and you can't get it? So, Chamber of Secrets, I feel like I'll, I'll uh, be a little bit better with.
0: Oh, I'm actually not far off.
1: God damn, what is it?
0: La Chambre, uh, chambre mm-hmm. des de Secrets. I was pretty close.
1: I'm not mad at it. Okay, so we are into this. <laughs> I'm going to start, I think, every season with this. Uh, we are not discussing the logo. Ever.
0: nope
1: we're not going to i said however i'm gonna say what's kind of cool i don't know if i've noticed this before that they do start up in the clouds that kind of yes harry and ron drive like flying in the car later
0: i noticed that i thought that was cute
1: i don't think i've ever yeah it was neat uh the camera then comes down over the town with several identical houses we are in uh
0: little Winging. little Winging.
1: i was gonna say surrey wait what
0: it's in surrey little Winging is the town.
1: Or well, is there the county or something?
0: I don't think it's se- quite separated. I don't think it's actually county. called a county. It is a county, yes. Okay. Administrative and Historic County of Southeastern England.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so we do come down over the town with several identical houses. Uh, and then we zoom in on an upper window of 4 Privet Drive. Uh, here you got a room. <laughs>
0: so here you yeah. got a room.
1: I'm so happy. And it's actually cute. Kind of tidy little room. I'm not
0: mad at it. Did I... I had a weird thing where I just kept having to, like, skip back and forward. Because for some reason, in the first pan down from the clouds, I like I felt like we were at the front of the house. Oh. And then suddenly we were in the back. But when I skipped back, it it is not that way. It's... You do... You know, it does pan down on the back of the house and then zooms in on that window that's facing, you know, the garden instead of the street. But...
1: Everything's so identical, though. How the fuck could you?
0: Right. There was a weird. I don't know. There was a weird moment there. Like I said, I skipped back and forth probably three or four times.
1: It just reminded me of like when you're in an area with a bunch of like identical townhouses, and you're like, ah, fuck.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Can you even imagine being drunk in that area and trying to find your house?
1: Oh, that's why there's so many stories. And people like wandered into somebody's house. <laughs> Sorry, this was my
0: house. So I used to work for this company that would throw very like enormous, lavish holiday parties. And I didn't know the city very well. And I got off the train at the wrong stop, no. thinking I was at the correct stop. And I literally at one point just like wandered down entirely the wrong street. I was like a mile away from my apartment. And I was wandering down the street, trying my key in different apartment buildings, trying to like, I was that drunk because I'd gone to this obnoxious, lavish company party. It's um, horrifying. Yeah, it was horrifying. I was very, very lucky. I woke up like three hours into my shift. The next morning is when I woke up. I uh, walked into work and my manager, who was also at the party, like slow clapped as I walked in. (laughs) (laughs) And he lives. And it was like, okay, well, it was funny in hindsight, but also in hindsight, I easily could have been like dead in a ditch and no one would have had any idea where I was. So don't do that, kids.
1: Don't do it. Been shrinking is only funny when you're in your twenties, but still. Yeah, kind
0: of oh, I was in my twenties, but still.
1: <laughs> uh, here he's looking through the photo album that Hagrid gave him as he left. Um, Hedwig starts squawking. He's trying to explain to Hedwig he can't let her out. And sorry if I'm reading these slowly. I did these notes a while ago and I cannot remember fully what I wrote. In my right?
0: Can we can we talk about Hedwig? Why? is it a puppet. Oh, no. (laughs) There's something so weird about the way that the owl is biting at the cage there. If it is a live owl, I'm Um, more freaked out than if it's a puppet. If it's a puppet, I understand. Cool. Great. If it's not a puppet, I'm concerned. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I didn't even
1: notice. Oh, ew. Is it a puppet bird? Well, they probably spent so much fucking money on the goddamn owls in the first movie. Like I said, those fucking owls are everywhere.
0: I actually tried to, like, I Googled is did they use a puppet owl? And I could not find an answer to this. So if anybody knows, please let us know because I'm slightly concerned about this animal's anatomy.
1: <laughs> huh. Well, and not to mention, I don't think we're going to see as many owls in this movie. No. Like I said, I think they blew that budget. The first...
0: <laughs> Absolutely. There are no more owls.
1: <laughs> uh, um... So Harry starts explaining to possibly puppet Hedwig that he cannot let her out, <laughs> um, and he's trying to say if Uncle Vernon and he's interrupted by Vernon yelling Potter. Uh, next, we see Petunia putting the finishing touches on an elaborate pudding.
0: Ugh, that Pavlova though, come on!
1: Right. But it's like meringues and shit too. It's pretty.
0: Yeah, Pavlova is like built out of meringues.
1: Oh, is that what that
0: is? It's oh god, come come through.
1: No, I can't eat that now. That made my teeth hurt.
0: Okay, like, I don't actually want to eat it, but it's impressive. Like, that's not easy to do. It was more like, come through, Petunia. <laughs> like, pop off. Yeah. Whatever the kids say. <coughs> it slaps. Okay, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also always think back in the scene, I always think back to my, like, uncultured 12-year-old ass thinking that pudding meant the same thing in the UK that it does in the US. So I just imagined, yes. like, this giant bowl of, like, U.S. pudding.
1: I thought it was going be, like, a trifle. Yeah. Like, the way they made it sound, like, it would be, like, layered. Like, a tr- I don't know. I had, I had an image of it, too, in my head. So when I saw it in the movie, I was like, oh, okay. Well, thanks for makes more sense. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I have a side note on the side that I just wrote. I'm so jealous of her kitchen.
0: It is lovely.
1: <laughs> Probably because it's gleaming and full of things and large. Uh, Vernon, I also wrote a side note truly oh truly looks like a walrus here
0: he does and i think that the vernon dudley like mini me thing is spot on in this scene
1: oh shit yeah 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 look at us we both have no neck <laughs> 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 oh, shit, I didn't even anything about that part um uh he starts scolding him about that bloody bird here he explains that she's bored and if he could only let her out for an hour or two oh can i just stop here too like Harry's acting already, like, in the first several minutes. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. We come okay. into our own. Here we go. Like, also, did his voice already change from movie one to movie two? Yes. Okay. I'm not trying to be a dick. He happens to everybody. But I was like, did that? Am I imagining? Okay, no, that's real. We love it. Uh, Burton gets offensive about sending messages to those freaky little friends of yours. No, sir. Harry explains he hasn't heard from his friends all summer in a little sad voice. And then Vernon does the abusive, you should be grateful speech. I'm like, yeah, fuck that speech. I was so pissed at that. He's like, you should be a little bit more grateful. I'm like, you know what, motherfucker? Like, because you <laughs> let me live here, bitch. Like, get the, no, uh-uh. Here he needs therapy. Um.
0: I always giggle at that point when Dudley pushes past him and is like, who would want to be friends with you? Because actually this time when I watched it through, I was like, is that Dudley's only line in this movie? It turns oh out that there God. are, like, two more. But for that moment, I was like, okay. oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think they're the only words spoken to Harry.
0: Uh, yeah, I think so.
1: I want to be friends with you. Shut up, you little bitch. Anyway, um, then we see him in the back. We see Dudley in the kitchen with Petunia. She slaps his hand away. And I said, I'm sorry. I've never noticed this before. The kid had pudding on his fingers. <laughs> he would already stuck his fucking fingers in it. And she slapped him away. I'm like, um... Ew. Ew, 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 ew. You little nasty. You gross. You and I both work food service. You don't put your fucking bare fingers in food that other people are going to eat. Uh, that upset me. Anyway, put in fingers. Oh, I wrote icky. Um, <laughs> okay, they go over their schedule for the evening and round on Harry in the weirdest way. Like, he doesn't want to be around you fuckers, don't worry about it. Um, they did get the color of Petunia's dress right.
0: There is a moment there where Petunia like strolls over to the mantle and she like places one hand on the mantle and the other one like on her. Like it's just brilliant because it gives this impression that she's like sucking in her stomach and standing up as straight as she can. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a really great choice acting, in my mm-hmm. opinion, mm-hmm. just to like give this um, impression Lining that she's up. constantly like putting on a facade mm-hmm. to like make sure she looks the right way. I
1: love this. Although,
0: like did you notice for some reason there's like a a, a shoe on the windowsill? Sorry. Yeah, there's a shoe, like a Converse shoe, on the windowsill behind Vernon as he's like scolding. I have not been able to figure out what the hell that's about. I don't know if it was an award. I don't know. It <laughs> no, it's like a regular sized shoe. Oh,
1: it's not even like a baby shoe?
0: Nope. The fuck? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I haven't been able to find a an explanation for it, but there's definitely a shoe. Well,
1: I'm gonna go back and screenshot that. I don't know. Weird, anyway, so yeah, like I said, like they kind of round on him in such a, like, a dramatic way, like kind of right back to the first movie where they all are gathered together looking at his letter, and looking at him. It's like, you guys, for people that are supposed to be so neglectful of this guy, of this kid, like leave him alone, just
0: leave him alone. Yeah, that's true. They are I'll focusing a lot of energy on him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll be upstairs making no noise, pretending it don't exist probably like usual so right the fuck are you worried about
0: i have to say i'm obsessed with the set dresser or the job that the set dresser did because there is never a frame of harry in the lounge where dudley or a photo of dudley is not also in frame and usually slightly above him And it just, like, reinforces that idea of, like, constantly looking, like, the whole family constantly looking down on him, and just reinforces the idea that Dudley is meant to be there and Harry is not.
1: Mm -hmm. Almost back to that superiority you talked about with Gringotts, with the goblins being above the
0: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely.
1: This is definitely, like, a just-in-case prominently here is Dudley. Okay. Uh... So here he goes upstairs. I kind of loved how decked out his room is in Hogwarts and Gryffindor stuff. So that's kind of similar to Sirius.
0: Yeah, it was cute. I was trying to make out what was on his cork board because I thought it was a calendar at first. Because in the books it always talks about him like crossing off days of his summer vacation, but I couldn't tell what it was. It wasn't a calendar.
1: I don't know. It kind of has like weird little touches everywhere, like Gryffindor stuff, Hogwarts stuff, the Hogwarts crest, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just liked it because, like, I was thinking of like, remember we find out later Sirius in his bedroom would have like all Muggle stuff and like Gryffindor stuff that he was excited about because he was yeah. raised by purebloods. So he's raised by Muggles who are fuckfaces. So here's all my wizarding shit. Yeah. Oh, made me happy. Uh, I'm sorry. I never noticed this. The gold sparkles around Dobby when he gets upstairs and Dobby's okay. on the bed. I Indeed. have a note about
0: that exact I, same thing.
1: Please explain this, because I, I, first of all, never saw it, and second of all, what now?
0: So, circling back just a second, the shelf, I forgot this when I was talking about stuff on his walls, the shelf above his bed, I'm pretty sure, have the toy soldiers that he had with him in his cupboard in the first movie.
1: I did wonder about that. I thought there were there was a touch from his little cupboard thing, but then we see them later at the last movie. We see them still in his closet.
0: Oh, yeah, but you're not right. Weird. We'll just circle Um,
1: back to that in six
0: movies. (laughs) Right. Um, I don't think, before we get to the gold dust, I don't think I ever gave the CGI team enough props for Dobby. Like, very well done.
1: Very well done. And didn't they win an MTV Movie Award for it?
0: Probably. I hope so. Because...
1: I I, I remember being that age where I'd watch the MTV Movie Awards. Right. And I was pretty sure that it was like Lord of the Rings with Gollum. And then Dobby and Harry. I think Dobby and Harry
0: won. I believe that. If I can buy the go like, somewhere else. I feel it. like just like watching it, like you're saying, like we keep talking about in HD or digitally now, like I'm able to see and I'm noticing things like the hair, like his little the little hairs on his yep. chin. Then I'm like, the detail of that is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And still, whatever, almost 20 years later holds up. Like that's... That's a convincing house elf. Great.
1: It's, it, the animation's really good. I talk about that in a minute, but I do also, before we we get too deep into it, I... Dobby kind of ugly.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. He's hideous.
1: I picture Dobby as, like, yeah, kind of not the cutest little character in the world, but, like, had the big eyes that you, like, liked. And, like, he was kind of cute and still had a charming aspect to him. And this is just kind of,
0: I don't know. I will give you that. I don't think it necessarily aligns with what I imagined in no. the book. Even like yeah. even in the book illustrations, he's a little softer and a little cuter. Yes. Um,
1: Especially when we get to Winky. Remember, I remember thinking Winky, which we would never see in the movies, but in the books, right. I remember thinking Winky would be like a really cute version of Dobby too. Like I'm excited to see Winky. We never do, but I picture something kind of cuter.
0: I'll give you that.
1: Like a pictured creature, looking kind of Dobby-ish creature right. doesn't have to look cute. Creature could be an ugly little fuck face That's fine. Like that makes sense. But uh,
0: I think that him being kind of creepy, though, like em- eventually makes him a little bit more endearing because you're not necessarily predisposed to like like him. Not in these for a lot minutes. of reasons. Correct.
1: Very much so. Okay, but but I'll like give you. Dust.
0: I see, I've always thought that it was just dust flying around him from like jumping on the bed, but it definitely, I have been here. I was like, why are there magic sparkles? Like, <laughs> they're not in the rest
1: of this, not the, rest of the scenes. I'm like, oh, they're just, they follow him whenever he does anything. No, it's legit just when he's bouncing on the bed.
0: Yeah, I think it's supposed to be dust, but it definitely comes off as magic sparkles, which I kind of like because even though he's drab, like Dobby is the only like real indication of, anything magical in the room like you said he has a bunch of stuff from hogwarts but But it's
1: in a muggle setting
0: right and you know his wand isn't there his broom is it is there it's in the trunk but whatever like as far as what's out invisible you could walk into that room and not necessarily think like "Hmm, a wizard student lives here
1: correct okay
0: so i thought that that was a cool like hey look at this this is magical but i don't know it was it was strange
1: here so even if you want to justify it with like okay maybe it's just mixed with Dobby's magical essence that's melting around. Okay, then why is he banging himself on the head with the lamp? No sparkles. Right. Why is he banging his head on the dresser? No sparkles. Like if there's dust to be had or some sort of disruption to be had and we got magic sparkly time, why why not any other I I don't know. I don't think I've ever noticed it and it just kind of bothered me cuz I kind of kept an eye on it going, "Oh, we're going to see it." Oh, no. Okay. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> Or we could justify it this way when he apparates into the bedroom. Maybe it's just that was, apparition dust.
0: <laughs> that was the other thing that I had in, in mind. Like, is this just kind of the byproduct of him appearing? Like, have you ever seen the movie Jumper? Um, there's like a, 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 a almost like a crack in space after he jumps. Like, you can kind of see this. Like, it's almost like something was shattered in midair. Okay. And so that's kind of what made me think of the gold dust that like disperses like, as he arrived.
1: Or just like any magic movie where somebody like appears and sometimes they appear like a whirl of dust. Like okay, so we we can just excuse it with that. But then when he claps his little or snaps his little fingers downstairs, do we see it again?
0: There is like a little like dust or spark when he snaps his fingers.
1: Really okay, so let's let's we're gonna j- justify it that way. It's his apparition. I'll take He's that. Apparition is it apparating and apparating when you come and go
0: apparating and disapparating
1: it is disapparating okay so when he disapparates and he operates
0: you got it
1: all the shit that comes out of our mouths in these podcasts um truly (laughs) uh back to your point about the animation on dobby though i wrote his ears go back when harry suggests he goes to sit down he goes why don't you sit down and his ears go down like a little creature that's like can't you know Kind of like yeah. It's a it's very good. It's a very good animation. I'm not gonna be mad at it too much that he's not more endearing, but uh so sorry. So Harry suggests he sits down to discuss what he can't say. Mm. <laughs> um I so, said by the way Harry might have too much blush on right here.
0: <laughs> I didn't notice that.
1: <laughs> I did. I kinda of went, Where are his cheeks so Oh, okay. Well, makeup artist had a moment. Um. Then we had kind of a wild reaction from Dobby here. <laughs> okay,
0: a little bit. This, right? this whole this whole segment. I mean, I thought it was on par with what it was supposed to be as far as Dobby's reaction. What I couldn't stand, and this comes from years of doing uh like freelance choreography for high schools uh for their musicals, and when kids don't know what to do with their hands when they're acting, they just like put them out in front of themselves and they keep. <laughs> Oh. They keep doing this thing where like in order to emphasize a word they just like replace their hands again. And I vividly remember having a long conversation at the end of like a tech rehearsal where it like everything had just gone terribly and it was like, We're cutting this and we're moving this here and I remember ending it with, For the love of God, no one is ever allowed to do this motion on stage ever again. <laughs> and that's all Harry does the entire time he he's mm-hmm. interacting with Dobby. And I'm sure it's because it's like Dan's first time interacting with something that's entirely green screen, Correct. you know, entirely CGI. So he doesn't know what else to do other than to just kind of put his hands out in front of him and shake him. And he's like, to show concern, relax, please stop. And he's like, oh my God, put your hands down. Do anything but what you're doing right now.
1: That's what I said. I said, so it's kind of a wild reaction from Dobby here. He starts just sobbing. Uh, Harry stammers apologies as he can't have met many dis- decent wizards then. Dobby giggles nervously, No, I haven't, but is immediately remorseful. He begins punishing himself by banging his head against Harry's dresser, which everybody hears downstairs as Vernon is pouring champagne.
0: That that's a comment. tacky pink champagne glass, though. Yes, petunia work, bitch. Okay,
1: I thought you were saying tacky like you didn't like it. I'm like, Oh, I did.
0: <laughs> no, I loved it.
1: <laughs> it made me instantly want some like cheap ass pink champagne and then pink champagne <laughs> I am a tacky whore um,
0: We all are It's a dream <laughs>
1: uh, Oh so he tells him it's a cat Don't mind I kind of thought Dobby would be Oh I wrote this is where I was talking about I said kind of thought Dobby would be cuter Kind of gross <laughs> <laughs> It's true Oops. Well, uh, Dobby calms down and climbs onto a stool To talk to Harry And he explains that he is bound to serve one wizarding family And they knew that he was there And he shudders um, but he had to warn Harry not to go back to Hogwarts and there's a plot to make terrible things happen when Harry questions what things and who's plotting them Dobby scrunches his face and balls his fists becomes frustrated that he can't say he climbs on Harry's desk and begins beating himself with his desk lamp so wait does he beat himself with several things
0: I mean he beats his head against the dresser so he and cries, then
1: beats his head against the dresser and then hits himself with the lamp
0: yes and he starts like yelping when he hits himself with the lamp
1: And that's when Vernon comes up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, how many fucking episodes does this fucking little asshole have? Um, This noise can again be heard downstairs, and Uncle Vernon comes up the stairs to yell at Harry after he wrestles the lamp away and sort of of violently shoves him in the closet. Yep. Okay, that's my first example of Harry not being
0: great. Not being great? I I actually, I kind of love... (laughs) <laughs> loves the wrong word but uh, appreciate the the choices in terms of dobby in that like he stays in the cupboard and isn't all upset about being thrown in there unceremoniously and kind of violently and it's kind of indicative of the way that he's used to being treated oh,
1: that's sad.
0: it is sad but it's very again it's i think it's a good choice it's yeah like you said it's it it's that moment where uh Harry being a great wizard and his humanity is kind of questioned.
1: Which we talked about in the first movie too when like his cousin falls into the snake bit and he's smiling and like, ooh. Mm. <laughs> That's our intro. And like first movie too, first chunk of this, of these first 10 minutes, it's like, oh, not great. <laughs> you know, like in the book, it kind of makes, it, it, it's totally different because the book is like, oh, he's so empathetic to poor little Dobby. He's like, yeah, you can't have many nice wizards and slams into a closet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, what now? Oh, not great. Um, Uncle Vernon comes up the stairs. They have a terse exchange about ruining his Japanese golfer joke. Not PC is all I read.
0: Not PC. Also, <laughs> another moment of great camera work. Uh, angle is always up on Uncle Vernon, always down mm-hmm. on Harry.
1: Towering. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. As he's constantly trying to slam that door shut, which was yeah. <laughs> funny. That was comedic in itself. He's like, get that door fixed. <laughs> Not weird that it's flying open. Okay. I could
0: never tell if that was from Dobby or the door was just genuinely broken.
1: I kind of want to say Dobby. He's kind of a douche.
0: That's like, probably I'm gonna fair. Keep it.
1: I'm going to keep poking it. Weird moment as Harry's explaining why he has to go back to Hogwarts where he has friends and Dobby slightly says, friends, did I even write to Harry Potter?
0: Before that, to interject, thought it was adorable that Dobby stumbles out of the say, closet or the... whatever.
1: The right, I think I did this backwards. Because mm-hmm. when he stumbles out of the closet, he has a sock.
0: Yes, I love that he has a sock over his ear, like a cute little foreshadowing.
1: I, said, I thought I that, that that was precious. So because he first, he comes out of the closet, he seems almost annoyed trying to get a dirty sock of his ear at first. Then he pulls it off, sniffs it, smiles slightly, <laughs> and then tosses it to the side. <laughs> it's kind of weird. He like sniffs it goes, mm.
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: I watched it twice, I'm like, oh, gross, but I get it, <laughs> okay. Um, so then that's when I think Dobby explains, he says, friends are doing even right to Harry Potter? Yes. And Harry questions how Dobby knew that, Dobby gets nervous, and asks that he doesn't get angry. Just hope that he wouldn't want to go back if he didn't think his friends were writing to him. He pulls out letters from a magical tea towel pocket.
0: (laughs) That's what I said. I was like, where exactly does he pull that stack of letters from and then put them back into? Like, are they just up his ass? Like, what exactly are we doing here? Do tea towels have pockets?
1: I'm gonna just chalk that up to magic too, because <laughs> I'm like there's just no way with all his flinging around and like crying and jumping on the bed and shit that this just stayed in this weird pocket. What's holding it in there? Like his gut? Like I <laughs>
0: don't know. Yeah. No, it's magical.
1: I'm sure, we're gonna go with that. We're gonna leave it there. Um, as <laughs> he pulls out his letters, which are all so uniform.
0: Yes. Eh. Exact yeah. same size. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Okay.
1: I'll laughs> only one size of paper that will deliver, apparently. Um, Harry asked, give me now, give me those now, and then I said, our favorite. Do you remember now?
0: No, what?
1: We have a memory with this. I think of you all the time when I watch this part.
0: Oh, I'm a terrible friend.
1: Oh, you're not a terrible friend. I have a terrible memory. Like, I don't remember anything, but I remember this. Specifically, I remember you mentioning this when we were in college. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna
0: laugh if I if I have the exact same thing written as what you're about to say because I have something written about this moment. So go ahead.
1: There was a blizzard.
0: Yes, I remember the blizzard well.
1: Is that what your note is? No. What the fuck notes do we have? No, my note was so there was a blizzard where I didn't want to go to work that day at the bakery. And they're like, we'll pay for a cab for you to get here to work the fucking bakery in a goddamn blizzard where everything was shutting down. So I go to fucking work in a blizzard and I bring home my usual like boxes of fucking donuts and shit at the end of the day. Because obviously no one came in because it was a goddamn blizzard. Yes, I I remember
0: this. I remember being in the elevator with you.
1: (laughs) This is what I'm talking about. So there was, like, I got a ride home. I think I remember correctly. I had a ride home from a Domino's pizza delivery guy. Yes, you did. <laughs> was like outside the bakery. And I was like, hey, where are you headed? he's like, I'm actually headed over here. I'm like, cool. Could you drop me at these apartments before you get to your place? He's like, yeah, fine. Jump in. And I think I, like, gave him donuts. I was like, here you go. Have some donuts. <laughs> to like pay him or say thank you, but I get there and I've been trudging through the snow. I'm sweaty as okay. fuck. I get in the building. I think you came down to greet me. Is that what it was, or like you were there to visit?
0: I got stuck at your apartment because of the blizzard. Yes. So I don't know why I came down to you meet like, you. There was a reason. There that was I something like you're like I'll come help
1: you carry or something. I'm like I'm fine. I got it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm so crabby and frustrated from the fucking day that I think we're in. Was it that we're in and you're like trying to hug me? Was you trying know, to hug me or help me with the boxes?
0: I think I said, do you want a hug? And your <laughs> response was Dobby's line. I was like, no!
1: <laughs> no! do <Don't touch> me! <laughs> okay, so you do remember that. That's so the part that like, always makes me confused. And he's like, no! And he runs off with a letter. So it was like me. And I was like, Don't touch me!
0: <laughs> I just love it because it goes from, like, he's talking very calmly to Harry, mm. like, please don't get angry, mm-hmm. but like, this is what I did. And Harry responds very calmly, give like, those. give me those now. And it immediately elevates to now.
1: <laughs> OK, I'm so glad you remember that song, because it need- was a very like, don't touch me. I think it was normal once we got back in the apartment. I was like, OK, I'm sorry, i really
0: long. I feel like maybe we got back to the apartment, did a couple of shots, and then watched America's Next Top Model.
1: Oh, we love that show. Why does it say? We did love that
0: show when you were in that apartment. That was a good
1: show. It was used to be good.
0: I love that moment too because like there's so much in that little scream. It becomes so desperate all of a sudden. It's like he knows like he's disobeying a command from a wizard, but he's also so confident that he's doing the right thing, and also completely crazed. Like so Dobby all- is making more acting choices in the first ten minutes of this movie than anyone else.
1: I will give you that. That is actually an impressive good point. Poor Dobby. but also little dick bag. So he runs out yes. of the room with the letters. They both race downstairs. <laughs> I wrote, and Dobby smacks into the wall. <laughs> I don't know if I've noticed that before. He like slams into it. He's like, oh fuck it, keep running. <laughs>
0: He's like indestructible in the way that dogs are when they're a little like getting rough and they like run into something but they just pop back up and it's like oh my god if I did that I would be dead for like a week. slam my head into a wall. My toy! (laughs) Yeah they don't give a shit.
1: Uh, They both stop in the hallway as he eyes the the dessert on the counter. Um, Dobby looks like (laughs) my next note. His notes are great that I wrote last week. Dobby looks like an evil little shit here as he grins and makes the dessert start to levitate by snapping his fingers. (laughs)
0: I never got why Harry didn't just walk away. Like, if Harry's upstairs in his room, oh. like, what are they going to do? Like, they're, obviously they're going to blame it on him, but he can also be like, I didn't know anything about it. Okay. So, like, why is he standing there? And then, like, walking toward, like, trying to catch it so that it, like, clearly looks like it was dumped on her head. Which is not a thing, because in the book, actually, yes. it doesn't land on her head. It just smashes on the kitchen floor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, maybe a little bit less able to use that excuse of, like, I was, up because I don't think that anybody necessarily saw it smash in the book, whereas, obviously, in the movie, they're seeing it happen right in front of them.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like it is just that moment of horror where he's like, oh, God, I got to stop this. So let me go get it. Right. Um, but then knowing Dobby and then apparently seeing, like, how powerful he is in these moments, maybe he could have levitated Harry and brought Harry oh, to be, to like, That would right have been next funny.
0: <laughs> that would have been kind of funny if
1: Harry's like, oh, fuck him out, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. And he starts to creep away and Dobby's like, nope, come here, bitch, I'm leaving you. <laughs> he could have. I mean, we find yeah, out Dobby's absolutely. very powerful, especially when he believes he's right, I guess. Um... Harry begs him no not to do it. Dobby says he must do it, saying he's not going back to school. He says, please say you're not going back to school. Harry pleads, I can't. Hogwarts is my home. Uh, I said, Dobby does not look remorseful enough here, though, when he says, "He yeah. well, must do it for his own good. And he, like, looks excited. <laughs> um. Again, oh, I thought, again, Harry smacks poor little Dobby's head as he pushes past him. Yep. I said, and not great.
0: Dobby just gives this little like a hurt dog or a scolded dog. Oops.
1: <laughs> Ew. But I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. Yeah. Again. So Harry's now thrown this little creature into a closet. <laughs> let him slam into a wall, and slaps him as he's. Fucking... I, don't, I don't know. Again, Harry's. I just don't like the whole implication of Dobby going. You know, we've heard about your goodness but not of your kindness or whatever he says. Like He's like, such a great, we actually don't get that full explanation either where he says, you know, even to people as downtrodden as elves, we know who you are. You know, you're a great symbol to us. (laughs) But here he's going to slap you around a little bit.
0: A little bit. (laughs) I think it's also like reflective of the way that he's used to being treated. And that you know, he sees this thing. He is, we've talked a lot in this episode about how um, like the, the Dursleys always position themselves above Harry and there's always this idea that they're looking down on him. And Mm. then, you know, now it's, the script is kind of flipped a little bit where he feels a little bit more in control either because this small meek thing is in front of him or even just because he's larger than it. um, it, You know, there's some psychological things going on there in terms of it's okay to treat something that is lesser than me in this lesser way. Mm.
1: Don't love this. Don't love this moment. Um, so he slaps him as he's going past. You can feel ho- Harry's horror though as he walks quietly behind the floating dessert, hands outstretched to catch it, possibly or maybe he's he's trying to reach for it. I don't, he kind of looks like he's passively waiting for it to do something. But no. yeah, uh, the jerseys all notice it shortly before it drops on mm-hmm. Mrs. Mason, who has no immediate reaction.
0: <laughs> um, that uh, comedic moment of her just like sitting there and like just deadpan, like dead okay.
1: Uh, Vernon explains it's his disturbed nephew. Dobby smirks, but then looks ashamed when he sees Harry looking at him. He snaps his fingers again and disappears. And we miss that whole fun scene of the owl.
0: Yes. That would have been kind of fun. What's her name? Goes running out of the house because she's terrified of birds.
1: Yes, that that would have been the real reaction. That would have been like more genuine. Of like, hey, Mrs. Yeah. Mason, not a big fan of birds. Owl swooped in. But again, I in like I
0: said, sorry. Go hmm? ahead
1: no we spent our owl budget
0: we spent our owl budget yes
1: we couldn't afford one to swoop in could we because we got puppet
0: owls i think that might actually be my only book bitch because i i just like that little especially because in the next movie then he's expelled when you mm. know they they could have given this uh quick little prequel mm-hmm.
1: if you will to yeah. uh
0: what happens in the next movie
1: to so what happens when you fuck up outside school yo oh I do sorry he's way on the side I wrote we skip letter and bird
0: <laughs> in parentheses
1: um next scene we have Vernon on a ladder I said very nervous he's so fat
0: <laughs> but I also love that um Dudley and Petunia are just standing at the base of the ladder just watching him do what he's doing come on now <laughs> like, these are no way helping him
1: <laughs> well and they have nothing to do ever like they're always just fucking fawning over it. I think Vernon's much more abusive than we realize because nobody can do anything without him
0: that's true
1: we could take a shit without vernon's i could say yes or no just saying abuse um he's putting bars on harry's window all while telling harry that he's never gonna go back to school or see his freaky little friends again Uh, why
0: does he roll his r's in that moment that line has always bugged me a little bit you freaky friends (laughs) it's like Hmm. do brits really roll their r's like that i guess i don't know that i've ever noticed that
1: i would not think so in fact their r's are actually neglected most of the time exactly Hmm. Maybe it's just a show villain. Villainy? That could be. Did Cruella. Sorry, drunk. Did Cruella DeVille roll her Rs or am I drunk?
0: Hey, it has been so long since I've seen that. Which. Which version are you talking about?
1: Well, I never refer to a live action because I don't acknowledge
0: (laughs) their existence. Okay, but Glenn Close as Cruella is pretty glorious.
1: She may have. That's what I'm saying. I just think it's like a villainous thing to kind of like it's got it it feels villainous i don't know i mean that's why i buy it sure the only thing i kind of bitch about a little bit is we don't see how long harry's imprisoned
0: right i did notice at one point as they're kind of scanning over his room you see uh, an empty plate of food on his desk yes to like show oh he's being kept in there yeah he's literally um, i also his meals. really liked the book in the nightstand that was titled which owl i guess it was the desk but... um... I thought that was clever.
1: I like that, too. Nice little nod to actual real books that occur. Uh, Harry awakes to see a flying car approach the window and sees Ron and his brothers. And what do they say? I'll let you do it.
0: Hiya, Harry. Oh, hello, voice change. (laughs) It goes from, hiya, Harry. Hiya, Harry. (laughs) Like, what? He's a year older.
1: Yeah, see, I probably should have noted that a little bit. I just completely left that out.
0: Um, bronze, bronze is very severe. And again, not dragging anybody. Like, puberty, puberty is happens. a thing. It's yeah, awesome. awesome. It's just your larynx is growing to be oh. an adult-sized larynx. Also, fun fact, um, a full-grown man's larynx is about three times the size of a full-grown woman's larynx, which is why men's voice changes are much more severe because it's growing a lot in a very short period of time that's also what your adam's apple is okay that's why men have adam's apples because their larynxes are so much larger
1: oh okay so we have ron yeah that leans into the window and says i'm (laughs) rescuing you of course right that's the first time we hear this yes which okay fine i don't think it's a book i don't think it's book accurate
0: Right. I mean, the whole rescue scene goes very differently in the book. Like, the twins actually climb into Harry's room and they go down right. to the cupboard and pick the lock.
1: It's such more discreet. This feels yeah. very...
0: It's very aggressive and it happens very quickly. I actually have that in my notes. Like, this whole escape, escape scene just happens so fast.
1: Yeah, I think that's why I wrote it. was like, uh, he sees the car and he packs his trunk and he's fully dressed. I'm like, oh, yep. shit, that was quick. All right. Um, Harry's dressed and told to stand back as Ron places a hook on the window that they pull. I said, I do not love the physics of this <laughs> <laughs> They pull a chunk of the window itself out and not just the bars.
0: Yeah, I always I guess I felt like they pulled the bars away and that broke the window, maybe?
1: it still doesn't make sense because the bars are outside (laughs) I even like went back I'm like no this doesn't make sense the bars are outside the window they wouldn't be attached to the window enough to pull that and pull that so cleanly like it just it doesn't work like the physics just don't work of this Um, I know I said it's also very cleanly done because there's no glass inside (laughs) (laughs) Um, the door opens as Harry's getting out and Vernon Waddles inside yelling he's escaping I said why does he
0: care Right. He's trying to get away. You don't want him there. Why do you You, care?
1: (laughs) You don't like his fucking kid. Let him go. Uh, He grabs his leg and threatens that he's not going anywhere. Again, let him go. Uh, Harry yells, get off. Ron yells, drive. One of the twins shifts the car into gear and the uncle falls out of the window. At first I said, wait, why did he fall? It looked like he was only hanging out chest first. But then I wrote, oh, wait, he's holding onto the car. Right. It took me a second. I'm like, no, why would he fucking fall? But he is holding onto the car and the car pulls away, which probably pulls him out and forward. Yes.
0: Yeah. He kind of somersaults out the window there. I guess I didn't notice that he was hanging onto the car. I always thought he had Harry's foot. Yes. Um, That's what I thought too. I thought it was just the foot. So I'm like, why would he fall from fucking that? I think it was one and one.
1: He lets go of the thing, but it has the car. I don't know. He just he gets pulled out. Like I was trying to like break this down. And I'm like, nah, that's fine. So totally just also,
0: somersaults out the window.
1: I wrote also, How much Bush?
0: <laughs> Thank God <laughs> it was there.
1: Like, how much is there that this giant fucking three hundred pound man knows <laughs> at least three hundred pounds? Um anyway, they linger just long enough to see that he's okay. They smile. <laughs> like, they look concerned, they're like half- again, problematic. <laughs>
0: Tiniest bit.
1: Don't love it. uh They look just long enough to see that he's okay, and they smile and drive off. uh The last line is just Ron saying to Harry, "By the way, Harry, happy birthday." Okay, great exposition. Thank you for that. <laughs> We're rescuing you. Also, it's your birthday. Okay, bye. Next scene.
0: Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye.
1: All right. So, that's all. That was that's it we done. That's a lot for the first ten minutes.
0: It is a lot happens, like. Yeah we see the Dursleys, we have this whole interaction about his drill company, Dobby is there, Dobby ruins his life. And then Quickly. he's locked away in like a prison cell and then suddenly we don't he's really broken see. out and then it's like, oh okay, wow, that was there was a lot. A lot of exposition. This probably several in days the first 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: <laughs> it was all within 10 minutes. We're like, oh, don't worry about it. All right, so my questions for you this week what would yes. you what would you throw out the window? <laughs> and get rid of.
0: I would get rid of the hand acting. <laughs> the hand acting really did it for you. I will never forgive that. It's just my it's my biggest pet peeve now and it's something that most people probably will never notice it mm. until somebody points it out to you. Like uh, next time you go to like a high school production of literally anything, just watch Mm. how when somebody doesn't know what to do with their hands, instead of leaving them down at their sides, naturally, they hold them out in front of them to provide emphasis. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because that's acting.
1: Sure is. In my high school book, it sure is. Um, For me, what I would throw out the window, probably just how icky Dobby is.
0: Really? Gosh, that really got you.
1: He's, he's icky Okay so sorry There's two, There's two. It's a two parter It's kind of how icky he is He's not as endearing as I want him to be But even if he's not as endearing as I want him to be I do not like how violent Harry is with him
0: <laughs> That's yeah I, I'll give you that
1: Don't enjoy Harry slamming him in the closet And then slapping him in the head Don't love that um, What would you put bars in the window and keep?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go to bed with this pavlova And maybe it's because I'm in a health <laughs> kick right now <laughs> Oh, fuck. (laughs) And I haven't had sugar in, like, two weeks. God, I love
1: that pudding.
0: um, It looks delicioso, and Mm. pop off, Petunia. I'm proud of you, girl.
1: Mm. What about you? My uh, keep with bars in the window, sadly, is also pretty shallow. I just, like... Again, we're in the pandemic and we haven't gotten to see people. So I love the idea of having a dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> her kitchen's so clean. And I'm sure the food was tight. And I'm sure her presentation was beautiful. And her dress is cute. And she's got these tacky-ass beautiful champagne glasses. Like, that looks like fun to me. <laughs> I'll keep the fuck out of this dinner. Nothing else. <laughs> I got nothing. That's it.
0: That works.
1: All right. I'm excited for the next Chunky Chunk. I do not remember yes. what it is. Do not ask me. Because I, I don't know.
0: Oh, we get to meet Mrs. Weasley.
1: <gasps> oh, fuck yeah, we do. Oh,
0: shit. Obviously, we've met her, but I feel like we get to see her true colors for the first God. time. And I love that.
1: Damn it. We get to go to the Burrow. Yeah. The Burrow is my happy place. Um, I don't know if it's mine, but I get that. Well, we talked about the comfort of, like, a Weasley family in our lives.
0: Right. Yes.
1: So for that reason, yes.
0: Very much. Place. Very that.
1: Lost my microphone. Okay. Oh, well, man. I love you.
0: <laughs> we'll see you next week. Okay. Follow us on the
1: Instagrams and listen to us where you get podcasts and rate and review us and like us, damn it, because we are doing this and stuff and we love yeah,
0: you. Yeah. All that stuff. Season two. Hey. All right. Love you. I'll see you next week. I love you. Bye. 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 now because it's with Hayden Christensen I was going to say um, I want to
1: say it was with Hayden Christensen and I started watching it because I fucking love the fuck out of him but I don't think I liked that movie so I don't think I finished it
0: that's entirely possible it's kind of cheesy sci-fi It's real cheesy, um, right? don't come for me anybody who's listening I love it and I own it but like it's, <laughs> it's kind um, of cheesy okay, okay. but <laughs> shut up <laughs> do you, but you love there him too are...
1: wait no we're stopping this podcast do you love Hayden Christensen too
0: Um, who doesn't he's fucking beautiful
1: I have had a crush on him since Life as a House.
0: Oh, that's a long time.
1: <laughs> that's a very, I don't even know what year that movie came out. Do you know what movie that is, though? Have you seen it? I, <laughs> I have. You've seen Shattered Glass?
0: I have not seen Shattered Glass.
1: Okay. You call yourself a fan. Continue.
0: Wow. I saw Life as a House because there's a gay moment in it, and I was desperate for any representation, okay?
1: <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, 2001. Oh, same year as movies we're fucking talking about. Okay. Really, I did not know that you loved my little Hayden. I loved him. I mean, he's okay, a- loved is
0: aggressive. I do. I think mm. he's beautiful, and would I like to go to bed with him? One hundred percent. No, loved him. Okay, okay perfect.